Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Sunday, June 3. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky Oliveira, And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. We usually start off with prayer, and Japheth always does that. I'm not sure why, but... Uh- you seems know, to be what we've done. No, I'm comfortable <laughs> with it staying this way. Oh, I read, it. you pray now. All right, good. all right, all right. That's good. You're the pastor. It's your prerogative. Well, I could read the Bible as well. I mean, that could be my prerogative. No, you, you, you can't right. read. We know that. I can't read? Okay, good. <laughs> Go right. for it. Right. I'm going to pray. Hey, right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, it's the beginning of a beautiful, fresh week. I want to thank you for yesterday. I want to thank you for the blessing we had with uh, Damien at our church and uh, for all those who've been blessed in their church as well. We ask for a blessing on the beginning of this fresh week. God bless today. Uh, Give us wisdom and grace as we think on on this particular passage as we continue in Romans. May we have clearer understanding in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we're reading. We're continuing the book of Romans as we've been doing and as we will be doing for the foreseeable future. This week's text is Romans chapter 2, verses 12 through 29, and on Sundays we read in the English Standard Version. For all who have sinned without the law will also perish without the law, and all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law. For it is not the hearers of the law who are righteous before God, but the doers of the law who will be justified. For when Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do what the law requires, they are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. They show that the work of the law is written on their hearts, while their conscience also bears witness, and their conflicting thoughts accuse or even excuse them on that day when, according to my gospel, God judges the secrets of men by Christ Jesus. But if you call yourself a Jew and rely on the law and boast in God and know his will and approve what is excellent because you are instructed from the law, and if you are sure that you yourself are a guide to the blind, a light to those who are in darkness, an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of children, Having in the law the embodiment of knowledge and truth, you then who teach others, do you not teach yourself? While you preach against stealing, do you steal? You, you who say that one must not commit adultery, do you commit adultery? You who abhor idols, do you rob temples? You who boast in the law dishonor God by breaking the law. For as it is written, the name of God is blasphemed among the Gentiles because of you. For circumcision, indeed, is of value if you obey the law, but if you break the law, your circumcision becomes uncircumcision. So if a man who is uncircumcised keeps the precepts of the law, will not his uncircumcision be regarded as circumcision? Then he who is physically uncircumcised but keeps the law will condemn you who have the written code and circumcision but break the law. For no one is a Jew who is merely one outwardly, nor is circumcision outward and physical." But a Jew is one inwardly, and circumcision is a matter of the heart, by the spirit, not by the letter. His praise is not from man, but from God. All right. So, our first recalibrate question as we reflect on this text, and it is in the English Standard Version, so it's pretty straightforward, pretty uh, pretty Uh, I found it not straightforward. Well, well, yes. I found it extremely circular, and it went back and forth, and I got (laughs) lost in it, and the number of times that the word circumcision was repeated... (laughs) An uncircumcision, which I didn't even know that was a thing. I mean, 
obviously I realize there's uh-huh. not having a th- the thing done and having it, but I've never heard that word. And the doers and the hearers and the law. Yeah. And the, the, ooh. Yeah. I, I got to the point where I wasn't exactly sure what was even being, being said. said anymore. Yes. Well, I lost, I lost I say, the train. When I say straightforward. So you think it's straightforward. When Good. I say straightforward, I mean straightforward in the sense of that. The words least. are all English. <laughs> I can individually identify every single word yeah, on this yeah. page. That is true. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. And do that. And when they string together, they make complete sentences. Yes. But do the complete sentences create a complete mm. thought in your mind is what you're thinking. Give us the recalibrate question. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into it. From this. And we will. We will. We're going to unpack this this week. And I hope by the end of this week that you will have a really good understanding of what this text is. That's uh, everybody's listening to this podcast and, uh, and also reading Daily Walk. So here it is. What is one example of something you know about yourself that someone else had to teach you? What is one example of something you know about yourself that someone else had to teach you? And I, and I would say, as, as a preface to this, that uh, I'd encourage you to read the daily walk um, as before you do this, before you listen to us. But if you haven't, if you had, then you would probably understand where this question came from. Because in the daily walk, uh, I kind of like lay the text out to kind of bring us to this point here. But is what, what is one example? Or something you know about yourself that someone else had to teach you. You're looking at me. <laughs> okay. Um, well, the first thing that comes oh, I to mind. You, I thought when you said you're looking at me, like, oh, oh yeah, there's that loads. I was, no, no, yeah, I've I thought you, you so meant. Like, yeah, okay, I meant I you're so. looking at me as if I am going to answer the question. <laughs> like, okay. I thought you're like, oh, you're looking at me. I, I was thinking about so the much. fact like, that yeah, almost anything anyone ever says to me about myself is um, surprising. First of all, so I because think because they're wrong. No, I, oh, I think okay. it's not that they're wrong. It'll be like, wow, you think of me that way. So I don't know whether they're wrong or I'm wrong. Like people often tell me that I'm really calm. People, and I don't find myself to be that way. I don't experience myself as being calm. I don't no. think people who know me very well think that. No, but I did calm. think about something <laughs> that I know about myself that someone else had to teach me. It wouldn't be an explicit somebody taught me, like came up and said, "Here, I have something to tell you about yourself." But it would be the fact that we had two children yeah. because our first child was um, just, I guess he was relatively easy. He was well-mannered. People would come up to us on airplanes and public true, places and say, your child is the most lovely, most well-behaved child ever. You are obviously wonderful people. And, and we, I thought, huh, and yeah, we accepted that. good point. You know, I am a wonderful person. Well, then yeah. we had child number two and he is a wonderful kid also. But just let me say that nobody has ever come up to me in a public place or even like a parent-teacher conference anywhere and complimented me and said that I must be a wonderful person because I've raised him. Even though he's also a great kid, it's just he doesn't elicit that same reaction for some reason. Especially on the planes when he was like yeah, when three he months be, old. Yeah, you know, when he was vomiting and his yeah. head was spinning around yeah. and screaming. That was and, actually you know. a little bit difficult. But I think that <laughs> what that experience taught me is I think I've been both more gentle on myself and harder on myself that I've realized mm. that I'm not necessarily a really great person, and I'm not necessarily a really terrible person. I'm the same person, whether I'm with my older child and my younger one. It's people's perception of what they think that I'm like. So I don't know. I think that that also makes me think differently about other people, that I don't think you're as responsible for every outcome in your life or, I mean, as responsible in a good or bad way. You're not as at fault and you're not to be lauded so much either. Some things are kind of the luck of a draw and you can look like you have it all together when you don't and vice versa. You can look like you're addicted to crack when you're not. I've had teachers who I I feel have looked Mm. at me like, wow, do you 
drink a lot of tequila in your house, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So yeah, no, you go. Have you I, learned anything? Well, I, I think I think part of the part of the complexity of this is actually is that um, there are lots of people I felt in my life who who've always felt I, I think part of it is my vocation, obviously, that they have felt that it is their place to come and give me advice. Oh yeah, everybody teaches you, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean all the to time. Tell you and especially to, because to be. I'm a pastor, mm-hmm. I, I think that there's there's a certain level of like, oh, you're you're a pastor and I, I need to teach you a lot because you clearly have never. I had I had this person who once shook my hand very early on in ministry as I was, you know, standing at the back of the church. In this particular church, I would stand at the back at the end of the service and they would shake my hand uh, yeah. as, as they all depart. It's kind the of that's what they all used to do. That used yeah, to be the way. I, there's still churches that still do that. Yeah. And, and she shook my hand and she and she stopped and froze and she turned around and she said and she pulled my hand and she said, "Oh, pastor, you've your hands are so soft. You've." Ne- You've never worked a day in your life, have you? And I thought, <laughs> well, actually, you know, I, I think I have. You know, I've worked a lot. Like, well, I, I don't um, split yeah, yeah, logs, yeah, yeah. perhaps, but, or you know, but she was, gut you know. fish, but yes. But then I have a lot of people always who've got lots of great advice for me about myself, and and the difficulty is that some of it is is really good advice, and some of it is just kind of like weird advice, or or you know, I've gone to visit people, and and in the middle of the meal. They, they would just literally just kind of stop the meal and, and say, do you really think that you should be eating that much? I mean, that's been said to me in the middle <laughs> of the meal. And I'm like, well, well, you invited me to dinner and I'm, I'm kind of like eating what you put on my plate. I'm just, I'm being polite and it's all this kind of weird stuff. <laughs> Having said that though, uh, there have been amazing people who have really taught me a lot about myself. And I think they've taught me a lot about myself because they are actually part of my life. However, I think that being chastised by someone is almost never a teaching no, moment. No, it's not. And I think you know, this text, you know, Paul, is he really chastising the Jews? Or is he, when he talks, is he talking about himself being a Jew? And is he close enough to this community that he gets away with it? I don't know, because like I said, you said you don't I know don't what, know what he's about. talking well, about. <laughs> um, it does feel a little bit like a continuation. I mean, as I know, obviously, because it's arbitrarily split into chapters, it is a continuation on what we talked about last week. Yeah. Well, I just well, our time is nearly, our time actually is up, and so we'll leave this thought with you. Uh, think about it today. Uh, what is one example of something you know about yourself that someone else has, has had to teach you? I know that I've learned a lot about myself. I know Beck has learned a lot about herself as well. We've learned a lot by good people who are part of your life, and if you can remember something like that, maybe there is something you can learn that you can actually teach somebody else who's part of your life, and maybe that's the secret, because if they're part of your life, it's different. Um, until tomorrow I want to encourage you guys to live love hey thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today hey if you remember if you have any questions reach out to us online at boulder.church and if you can help support us please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give until next time look after each other and live love